Welcome back to the last episode of the Brown Taboo Project. We can't believe we've made it till the very bitter end. But of this season. it's not goodbye. <laughs> I know I was getting to that thing. Forever. I was so worried. I was like, what are you saying? It's the season finale, not it's the series finale. the very finale. bitter end of this season. <laughs> but fear not. We will be back. We just have to get our lives back together for a hot second. <laughs> Which we've been saying for the past four years, but it's fine. Exactly. And also think up some great new episodes to bring you for next season, right? Mm-hmm. Ooh. But we're not leaving you empty-handed. Don't you worry. In the time that we are gone from the airwaves, we have decided to leave you with a recommendations list of things to tide you over until we are back. This is Shreya. On my list, I have Made in Heaven. Now, I'm late to the party on this one, but this show is fan-fucking-tastic. It's on Amazon Prime. It's like, I have to admit, I like have my biases when it comes to uh, tel- uh, media from the subcontinent. I have kind of a stereotype in my head of what it usually is like. And this show just knocked all those stereotypes out of the park. I was mm. blown away. Um, What's it about? It's about these two friends who are wedding planners. Hmm. One of them is um, she married this like really successful businessman and um, she's like this super rich housewife. And she's like, what am I going to do with my life? I'll, everyone loves weddings. I'll become a wedding planner. And then her, um, like business partner and, and really good friend is actually a gay man. <gasps> yeah. Yes. Those exist yes. in India? And this show, this show would have gone through like development and production and everything before. 377. Um, Section 3. Oh, oh wow. That's what it was. Yeah. Mm. Um, and they actually like weave that into the storyline in a not like – over the top way it was it was actually like very beautiful the way they like you know it's he's not gay just to like be the gay character right right like it doesn't Mm -hmm. just essentialize his gayness he's a human Mm -hmm. he's a whole human exactly right right. and it also like touches on how horrible india is for people who are queer and like feeling like they have to hide who Mm -hmm. they are constantly. Um, But are there multiple seasons of it? There's two seasons. Sorry. No, it's one season. Okay. Um, But I think they're working on a second season. Hopefully it was such a freaking good show. Um, And I highly, 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 highly recommend it. Um, It was, it just like, I don't know. I went in with like very, I don't know. Um, I went in when, with like one idea of what the show would be like. Like I turned mm-hmm. it on just to like have something on the TV while I folded laundry. <laughs> and then I went on a journey with the show. So I cannot recommend it enough. Hmm. Very cool. Yeah. I have, yeah, I totally haven't checked that out yet. But I know, I know you've talked about it before, which is I part know. of why we wanted to bring this episode to y'all to talk about some of the things that we're watching or listening to and all that fun stuff. So I will yeah. definitely add it to my list. Yeah, totally. I think- 
I think Ma and Baba started to watch that episode while me and oh, it's yeah, 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 and it has like a sex scene in the beginning, it right? Many. It is yes. on a Ma and Baba yes. show. Yeah, no, and it's my parents turned it off afterwards. I yes, think. because Ma was like, oh, like, "What is this?" Ma was like, "Oh, I'm gonna say in Bengali, I'm addicted to parlamna." You know, she was like, "We started to watch it, but then we couldn't watch it anymore." <laughs> like, oh, I'm sure there's something, you know, semi scandalous in there that they were like, "Oh, we could." She was like, "It's so modern." It. <laughs> it is. It it's is. so modern. But here's the thing, like that's what like, Shreya's saying too. A lot it's of so like Bollywood and like Indian or even like South Asian, like you know, film and TV like tries to be modern but it's so tacky in the process and just completely misses the point mm-hmm. and this like actually challenges like beli- like long held beliefs that a lot like large swaths swaths of the population have you know and like challenges like what we hold to be true and like challenges customs and traditions and like mm-hmm. what's the point of having these customs and traditions if like this is if these are the repercussions mm-hmm. um and nice. if this is the human cost of those like customs yeah. and traditions and beliefs i truly cannot recommend this okay good to know are you just gonna Very are cool. you gonna die on that one stone stone grave oh no i have Still more i wasn't nice. sure if we <laughs> i wasn't sure if we wanted to like take turns popcorn style can take turns i suppose yeah no one wants to listen to shria that one no. exactly <laughs> Um, can I also put you on the spot and say, speaking of listening to Shreya for a long time slash media recommendations, is there anything coming up in New York that you'd want to plug in terms mm-hmm. of anything oh. over the summer or like shows you have coming up? Because Shreya does things in real life too, occasionally. It's true. Mm-hmm. I'm on a sketch comedy team called Kennedy's Mistress. Shout out oh. to my mistresses. Um, we have a monthly show at the People's Improv Theater in the Pit at the, sorry, what am I saying? We have a monthly show at the People's Improv Theater, <laughs> The Pit, in New York. That's okay, what I was People's trying to say. Um, monthly when? Monthly on Tuesdays. Um, you can find our schedule at thepit-nyc.com. Mm, nice. Mm. Okay. Good to know. Very good cool. to know. Thanks for letting me plug my stuff. Sir. Oh yeah, I get welcome. <laughs> <laughs> really that that. Voice just came from sorry. <laughs> I just like came from somewhere. This is our normal, everybody. You. <laughs> I was like, all right, who else got what? What should we be watching or listening to or reading? Um, can I hop on the Amazon Prime, whatever, bandwagon? Unfortunately, thing? Amazon. Yeah. Okay, go but, okay, I will project say. Brought to you by Amazon Prime. Amazon Prime. Uh-oh. No, it's not. Never ever say that, please. Oh, God. <laughs> In this house, uh, we are, right. are not capitalists, please. We're, we're trying. We're trying. We are all capitalists. Okay. We can try yeah, and find it. A capitalist society. Sorry. <laughs> um, so I will say I have never watched any shows on Amazon Prime until this one, actually. Um, my parents use my Amazon Prime to watch shows more than I do. But anyway. Um, so actually, this is how like we discovered it. Um, it's called The Family Man on Amazon. And it's another um, Desi show, actually, that I really enjoyed and then like binge-watched a lot of most of it because it was so like it keep it's it's basically 
So it's, you know, it's, uh, it starts Manoj Bajpayee as this, um, basically he's a, you know, he's a government worker and his whole family thinks that he just spends his lifetime behind a desk. And, you know, they're always like, man, you don't even make any money. Like, what is the point of like, you know, you're giving your entire life to the, to the serving the government for, you know, quote, the greater good and all this shit. Like, but like, what are you getting out of it? Like, we don't even have a nice apartment, nothing. Like, we don't have a nice car. But he actually works for like a anti-terrorism, like secret. It was like he's in the department. CIA. Um, yeah, basically. Yeah. So he's basically like a spy almost. And he's like basically foiling, you know, bomb threats and things like on the daily. But like his family doesn't know anything about it. So, you know, they're always like, man, you're always on the phone. You always leave at odd hours. Like, you know, your phone rings and you're like, oh, I have to go to the office. And they're just like, why are you at the office at like midnight? But yeah, actually just um, having some sex on the DL, let's be real. <laughs> Unfortunately, not. It's <laughs> but, a metaphor. Uh, his, his wife, Finish his yeah. face right there was like. I'm just mm. saying uh, his wifey, on the other hand. Yeah, there's some interesting things that happen over there. Um, but um, I will say, you know, and, you know, it, it is filmed and just like, you know, Sriya said, like my expectation for like an Indian show is not this because I'm so used to seeing those stupid, you know, soap operas like Saz Bahu and, you know, someone getting poisoned and like all that, like, you know, evil twins, melodrama, everyone wearing makeup 24 seven, like, um, but like this truly, I, I felt like you know, kind of matches like the capacity of some of the shows that we've come to expect of like American shows, right? Like filmed really well. And the one thing I really, really enjoyed is very nuanced because um, you see a lot of the stuff that's happening in India right now. You see some stuff about Kashmir, you see some stuff about all of the anti-Muslim sentiments and that plays a huge part in the plot of the show. But the thing is, they spend, I would say, equally an amount of time with, um, quote unquote, the villains or the antagonists of the show as they do with the protagonist, who is also, who's like your unlikely hero. You know, he's not perfect. He's a kind of an asshole. And- Anti-hero. He's an anti-hero, exactly. Um, and for example, like they touch on things like beef and although they show, um, <gasps> you know, like uh, two Muslim men who are transporting beef who get killed by a mob of Hindu extremists. And oh, shit. So, yeah, so I, I really appreciated that it it's not just like, oh my God, these are the bad guys. Like, let's just like kill them all. Like, you know, it really does spend time on their backstories and why they're doing what they're doing um, and why they've, they're resorting to like extreme means to get their voices heard. Hmm. Yeah. Um, so What's yeah. it called again? Uh, the Family Man. Okay, not to be confused with Family Guy, which is what yes, at first I thought you were about to plug, and I was no. like, very interesting, Tanya. Okay, never heard of that, but all right. <laughs> family Man, not Family Guy. Okay, yes, watch it. But it's actually, that's it's funny, because based on the description, it sounds like a combination of Family Guy and American Dad. <laughs> just yeah. put no, together. that's like, couldn't be far from what it actually is. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, Yeah. I loved it. So I can go next. So I want to plug a show that I have just recently started watching. Um, it's a mini series. Um, I forget what platform it's available on. I think it's on YouTube or like on their website, but it's called Insomnia. And it is, um, it's like made by this uh, brown guy named Vishal Reddy, who is bi. And so the like tagline for the film or for the mini series is insomnia is a series about a queer Indian guy who can't sleep. Oh, and he's secretly an escort. Ooh, um, naughty. 
insomnia. I have heard of this on Instagram, but I yeah, haven't yet. yeah, yeah. So, um, so like Vishal Reddy plays the main character, and he's like an escort um to make money on on the side and he lives with his aunt and they have kind of like a weird relationship and so it's just like a couple of short episodes i've seen like half the season but it's pretty cool um it's just really um it's really interesting and it's not often that you get to see like south asian people in this kind of context um and it's set in the u.s or where's it set yeah yeah it's um it's it's like about they see Americans. Let me be clear. Okay. Um, in That's New cool. York, so it's so, yeah. Um, and it's like filmed really nicely, uh, and yeah, it's just very cool. So I would check that out. Insomnia, pr- produced and written, I think, by Vishal Reddy, and um, yeah, we'll put the link in the description for that. Dope, dope, cool. I can round out the shows if we're starting with shows at least i guess um, so it seems that's how we've organically organized i know and the <laughs> other i do have i have a few books in mind as well but i'm going to start out by giving the caveat that being in grad school and being in comp season and doing all the shit um i don't consume that much media that's a lie i totally do but like what i do it's like often bullshit shit and not you know good mm-hmm. things um <laughs> So I think most of my things are older. They're not necessarily new. But I think we've talked about this a little bit before, but have any of you watched Sense8 before? Yeah. Have you all seen it? A while ago, though. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So I am going to make a plug for Sense8, which is available on Netflix. Um, So it stopped. It already wrapped, and it only actually had two seasons, even though it was like there's so much wide – praise for it and so that was kind of what made like the the final part of the of second season happen and i think there was some amount of crowdfunding stuff that needed to happen um and part wow. of it is because it's like shot the whole premise is that essentially there's a cluster of eight beings eight i mean technically like they're superhumans but humans um and they have like a mind connection and they are from all across the world And it also does a really good job of really incorporating a lot of queerness as well as trans characters Mm -hmm. and talking Mm -hmm. about sexuality and fluidity uh, while also like crime fighting and the universality of human connection and like all that. Um, And so it's just a great show overall. And it's like all the different eight people and, and their partners and like, you know, the people in each of their lives all come from such different places. And so that's part of what's so interesting is you get like a peek into everybody's different life. And then um, as they're trying to like take down this, you know, whatever, whatever, I will give away the plot in terms of what the the espionage part of it is. Um, But it's just a fun series and it's got a lot of fun moments, got a lot of sexy, awesome moments too. Mm -hmm. Um, And Mm -hmm. (laughs) And one of the best, I think, potentially even the best love story um, is between the, so one of the characters is a woman in Mumbai. um, And then she has a thing with one of the other sexy dudes Mm -hmm. who's, um, who's part of the cluster. And they have these like really intense, like Germany to India mind, (laughs) literally mind fucking moments. (laughs) 
awesome. Didn't she like see his dick by accident and she, at, like at her wedding or something? And she right. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how they, it like, starts. Right. Because they can all. She's like, oh my God, you're schlong. Wow. <laughs> I need it. <laughs> it's so but good, it's like deeper yeah. than that. <laughs> it really is. Yeah. And I think it's a really, yeah, just really beautifully well done series. And like just one of those interesting stories where it's so many different plot lines that sometimes you're like, what's happening? Where are we? But like, that's part of what's cool about it um and so many different walks of life so yeah sense eight mm, very Amazing. cool does anyone have any books or other things that are not visual media mm-hmm. does a book i do yeah oh totally um but like not I, like electronic media that's the maybe that's the word for. i found this book at the library Wow, there's still libraries? Um, oh, hey. retro. Oops. How very 90s of you. Side note, oh, uh, I recently read an article about how more people visited the library in the past year than went to the movies. Oh, that's just nice. Say. Yeah, I they're still that. very, very relevant. Yes, um, which which makes sense in terms of just like frequency and it being, you know, free and all of that. Yeah. But yeah, go to your local library. Free Wi-Fi, free um, internet. Free books and movies. And like and, other stuff. Yeah. Copy the, machines. But also, like, tons of software. Like, I, I can only speak for the New York Public Library, but, like, they have this, like, free language learning app. And, like, there's a, like, movie streaming service, kind of like Netflix that you can use. Like, there's so many free services. And libraries are just such a crucial part of communities. And they're the best. You look so happy right now talking Truly. about it. <laughs> I love the line. The library is like really near to my office. So sometimes when I just like need a break or something, I'll like go to the library mm. and just like walk around to like clear nice. my head. I fucking love the library. So anyway, I went to the library and you know how like they have books up that are like librarian recommendations. Mm-hmm. I saw this one book on there and I picked it up and turned it around and the author was Nigerian and Tamil. Oh, and sorry, the the author uses they pronouns. The author was uh, Nigerian and, and Tamil, and the book was uh, was basically this this girl is is born into a Nigerian family, and um, she has she goes through a really traumatic experience when she goes mm. off to college, um, and that like. Um, awakens these like gods that Mm. are inside of her and they like basically take over her personality and like being. And so the entire book is written from the point of view of these gods that um, basically control the main character. And it's really rooted a lot in like Igbo spirituality, which Mm -hmm. I didn't know anything about before I, I picked up this book. But it's so beautifully written and just so, I don't even, I'm struggling to find the exact words to describe it. But like, I finished the book on the subway and I got off at my stop and just had to like stand on the platform. Oh (laughs) my God. Have a moment. A little bit. Just have a moment because it was so insane. Did the spirits take over you? I think the spirits took over me. As you're standing on the subway platform. (laughs) Yeah. So but it what was is this just book so called? Yeah. Sorry, I totally skipped over that. <laughs> <laughs> I 
was like, we need the name, damn it. I need it's my spirit to be moved. It's such a hype, yeah. Um, the book is called Freshwater by Akweke Emezi. Okay. Mm. Um, Freshwater. And it's their debut novel. Um, oh, wow. Yeah, it, so it's just unlike anything I've ever read before. Um wow. And it was just like a very like, like I, this is a very tired expression, but like, I was shook after, (laughs) like, it's very like, it's a shaking like experience very much. So like when you're Mm. reading it, like I was quite literally like shaken after reading it. Mm. Um, And it was just, it was very, it was a very like new type of book that, I just hadn't ever read anything like it. Okay. Freshwater? Is that one word or is it like two? Freshwater, yeah. It's okay. one word. Excellent. Um, yeah. Cool. Highly, highly recommend. That's amazing. I have a book as well, actually, <laughs> um, that I wanted to share. So this is – we specifically said that we don't – as we were planning this episode, we're like, they don't need to be South Asian related, and yet here we are having mostly identified South Asian related things. <laughs> um <laughs> So the book that I wanted to share, this has also been out for a little bit, um, but it is called Out! Um, exclamation mark. Stories from the New Queer India. Mm. Um, and so it was actually published, mm. might have been like 2012 or 14, something like that. So it's been a little bit. Um, but what it is, is it's an anthology of short stories that are put together. Um, it's edited by... Manal Hajratwala. So I actually had a friend gift this to me. Um, She had gone to a book reading event, like a a queer event where this editor happened to be. And so she got me a signed copy, which is very exciting. Um, And I've since like loaned it out to so many other friends. Um, So basically it's an anthology of different short stories and some of them are fiction and nonfiction and like narratives and somewhat more poetry. And um, so all sorts of different forms, but covering different identities and covering different spaces across. It is India focused. I'm not going to say across South Asia, but then there's also, you know, like somewhat international connections and whatnot. And also just based on the positionality of the different authors. Um, Mm. But I really appreciated it in terms of just kind of like a deeper dive into hearing you know, a lot of it is just fiction, but also just like having the perspective of all of these different authors um, who are all queer authors, right? Who are all queer mm. Indians in some way or another. So it's just called Out. Um, they're fun. I like short story books because then it's, I don't feel as guilty and it's easier to like, mm-hmm. you know, like digest a little bit at a time. Like, okay, I can get through a story or two tonight, that kind of thing. Um, yeah, check it out. Very cool. It sounds very nice. Yeah. Hmm. Um, I have a book recommendation, a book that I haven't finished yet, but, um, one, so I, I'm a sucker for like Indian mythology, Hindu mythology, like those kinds of stories. And, um, one of my favorite, favorite books in the world is, um, The Palace of Illusions by, um, Chitra Banerjee Devakarni. Um, it's literally a, like the story is just like magic. And it's, it's one of those books that like you read every time you read, there's, 
something new to find in it. Mm-hmm. So anyway, that's not the book I'm. Re- I am recommending that book, but mm-hmm. um, something related to it. It's a book called The Conteas by Madhavi S. Madhavan. And it's actually one of the books that Tatan and I picked up in India um, at the Pune airport, I think it was, when we mm-hmm. uh, went together a couple of years ago. So I'm finally like starting to go through the many books that are nice. just laying around. Um, and I, I have, do like, love buying books in India. I love it's buying one of books. My favorite things. So I will say that's the one thing Tatan and I, when we're, uh, sorry, Trinish and I, when we're in India, uh, <laughs> very freely buy from Amazon because like, it's a, it's a, you get Indian price on the books, and last time they and had sometimes to get you like, also get Indian spelling on the books. So that's always interesting. <laughs> like it's a different edition. Okay. Yes, uh, but last time I think Trinish had to buy like a new duffel bag because we had ordered like yeah. thirty books. It was <laughs> overweight. It was, it was the bag was really overweight. So yes. I don't. I don't it's the actually, nerdiest. My bag is overweight from books. I actually <laughs> think that the extra fee that we had to pay like canceled out maybe how the much books. you saved <laughs> yes yeah um yeah. but but a lot of those books are not published in the u.s yeah so yeah, so yeah. It, or it works out they're like, only published can... by indian publishers in, or they're indian in other publishers. languages and stuff yeah not yeah, to mention so. most of the textbooks that i get are also the indian published edition you know just saves you so much money right. like I'm trying my best. <laughs> exactly. that soft cover you'll have to go to cover. college street when you go to <laughs> yes it's the tree. Indian soft cover that says international edition, not for sale yeah. in the US. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I saved so much money on so this book. So much monies. Um, so, so what's the actual sorry. book? So the book is actually about, uh, I don't know if you're all familiar with like the Mahabharata story, but you know, it always focuses on the men and um, this one. So, <gasps> oh. so Cows of Illusions focuses on um, Draupadi. It's her story from her birth to her death. This one focuses on Kunti. So she's oh, the mother of the Pandavas. So, and again, I don't know how it ends, but I assume it ends perhaps with her death. Um, but it starts from the very beginning. And again, it's a very, you know, and, and Kunti is like this, like, kind of this like harsh character that you like, she's like, you know, like, you know, they brought, you know, the Pandava, eldest Pandava got married and she was like, oh, split it in five, you know, and they just followed her directions because you can't say no to Kunti. So she's seen as this like, I, I feel like at least it's like very hard, like mother character, mother bear character who like really looks out for her sons and like has nothing else. So I think this book is going to be great. I'm like halfway through it. Very cool. Yeah. I do not have a book because I have the reading level of a three-year-old. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> but I had said, I, um, I wanted to recommend actually um, an Instagram account. Mm, um, very modern of you. Yeah. So um, basically, so this Instagram account is called Words in in Urdu. So Words in Urdu, it's, um, again, like, I, like, our family does not speak Urdu, but um, I'm, like, a language person, and I just, like, enjoy that. Um, But basically, what I find really cool about this account is that it's trying to kind of just, like, find cool words in a brown language and just bringing it to people. So, so like they have these posts that are basically like art or um, some sort of like really cool visual me media, um, like photography and then interspersed with that are these like vocab words in, in Urdu. And um, I just think it's so cool. It's like a really cool way to just, just learn some like very interesting 
words randomly mm-hmm. uh just like while scrolling through your your feed the artwork mm-hmm. that they post is really pretty is a spin-off in bengali um like something that was uh inspired by it called life in bangla as well but i just think those kinds of uh, kinds of accounts that are just like you know just like helping people get exposed to the language and stuff are super cool it's really pretty it's well done um so i would recommend giving them a follow words in words in urdu nice. or life in bangla um excuse me you have to give a recommendation to the person who sent both of those accounts to you yeah which is your big sister that's yeah that's very yeah very you true. ain't find those on your own <laughs> They just appeared to me as they if did, in, they appeared in a, in a DM is what happened. Okay, oh, and she slid into his DMs. You guys are you know, we always send each other stuff, right? So I'm like, look, you're a language nerd. You'll enjoy this. Yes, that 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 is very true. I did not find it, but I do stand. So it's okay. There you go. I also, I mean, it's always nice when like those little rays of sunshine in your feed, so that you're not like. Sponsored post, sponsored post. Why is this woman so beautiful? I will never be this beautiful. I will never go on vacation to this place. <laughs> or this skinny, right? <laughs> right. And then like scroll, scroll, scroll. Ooh, I can learn a word. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah. And words in Bangla, I actually like uh, have a great time. Like I make myself pause instead of just scrolling by. I like, you know, they have the English at the bottom, but like I try to like read it out and sometimes it doesn't click. Like the other day I was like, it said golapi, which is pink. And I was like, gelapi? Like, what yeah. word is that? And I was like, oh, dumbass, it's gulapi. Like, yeah. Come on now. Nice. And then you had another Insta account to recommend as well, Trinish? Uh No, those were the two. Oh, the two together. Okay, okay. Yeah. This makes sense. This makes sense. Cool. Anything else that anyone's like, you must, before we close the season, you must know this thing so that. Oh, I have. <laughs> Go for it. You both do. Oh, okay. Um, one more in- interesting one is a podcast. Actually, um, <gasps> it's called Queering Desi. Yeah. Um, it's uh, I think they're on their third season now. It's a South Asian, uh, like South Asian American LGBTQ podcast. Um, their tagline is: In each episode, a guest chats with longtime community activist and writer Priya Aurora about their journey and what it means to be true to who you are. And so they've um interviewed a lot of really interesting people like uh like Vishal Reddy, which is where I heard about insomnia from, uh as well mm-hmm. as like they've uh they've interviewed Mangho Glassi um uh, nice. at, at Hamzer on 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 Instagram who is this like Desi Canadian Canadian drag queen. Um I and, love Mango Lassi. Yeah. She's amazing. And so like the yeah, so I would just give that a listen they bring on really interesting guests um and it's always just a cool conversation yeah and we're we all big fans of queering they see indeed yeah we appreciate your all's co- content and we hope that we can find some content that you all appreciate as well and we always like share their stuff and whatnot as well i think it's it's exciting that i mean obviously there's not too many orgs around that are doing this but definitely in the past like four to five years you've seen a lot more of it pop up, which is really mm-hmm. exciting to see people, whether it's mental health or sexual health. I will say we're the only ones that I've seen that do both, but um, it's exciting to see more of those orgs and just like interest pop up all across more. Shreya, you had one as well. Oh yeah. I mean, this is not even remotely as important <laughs> as what 
you were just talking about. <laughs> I just wanted to share that I'm going to India tomorrow and I will be there at the same time as the Kolkata Book Festival is happening. Oh my God, I'm so jealous. Oh, and very I'm cool. Very so sexy. Very, very excited. Um, and uh, and yeah, and I'm, I'm also making a very, very quick, like less than 24-hour pit stop in Delhi. Um, and I was talking to my cousin today um, and she was like, I'm sorry, Mr. Call, I've kind of become an activist and I just came from a protest. Oh my God. Mm, sexy. Oh. <laughs> um, we love that. And I was like, oh my God. Accidental activism is so the best. <laughs> amazing. Um, and so I'm just really, really excited because I haven't been there in a long time. And I'm sure this kind of, th- this is actually my first time going by myself because my parents aren't able to make Ooh. it. Time. Oh. So I feel like the way I take in the country and the culture and the media and everything is going to be kind of different. I'll report yeah. back. Which is exciting. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Yeah. And hopefully then uh, next time before, as we close out season three with some new media racks, you're going to have all these books from the book yeah. festival that you'll exactly. then. Exactly. Yeah. This is Get all a new just a big bag. research trip for season three. <laughs> That's actually what's happening. And yes. yeah, I will definitely need another bag. <laughs> <That's fair. laughs> mm-hmm. Yes. All right, so that wraps up the last episode of season two of the Brown Taboo Project. Thank you so much for everyone who joined us on this incredible journey as we did season two, as we grew, as we got better at podcasting, and we're excited to bring Hopefully. you season you three. you all let us know. In the near future. Yeah, let us know. Please uh, comment, like, share, whatever, all that stuff. You can find us always at South Asian SMH on Instagram and Facebook. And of course, you can write to us and find us on www.sasma.org. You can contact us through the website if you want to have us come out and do a workshop, pay us to come, you know, come to your workshop. If you want to have any comments or anything like that, feedback. Anything that you want to see from us, just write to us on the website and we'll be back at you. All right. And with that, I'm Tanya. I'm Sri. I'm Trinesh. And I'm Shreya. Until season three, y'all. Can't wait to hear from you. See y'all. Bye. Bring it back.